on this episode of Free Black Girls. And then it's also decolonizing education. You know, the reason I brought you, Casey, and the reason I bring other women to meet my girls is because within us is everything. everything. Without even going to college, without even going everything. to college, if we came together, within us is everything. They want to learn about the law, they got you. They want to learn yep. about building a business, they got you. They want to yep. learn about what it means to walk with God in vulnerability, they got me. Yep. They want to, you know what I'm saying? Within us is everything. everybody it's friday march the 18th in the middle of women's history month and i am absolutely ecstatic to have some bosses on the line with me today we have miss jasmine fountain who will introduce herself and tell you all the things as well as my girl Liku Omadi, a super fire powerhouse out on the west coast i couldn't be more honored to share space uh, let me let them introduce themselves. Uh, Liku, we'll start with you. If you could tell everyone who you are, uh, what you do, right? Especially in the entrepreneurship vein. Uh, and even how we know each other, that would be cool. <laughs> okay, so first and foremost, <clears throat> I'm a boss. You know what I'm saying? Just kidding. But um, I am, you know, I'm a boss. My name is Liku Amadi. Uh, I am an attorney, founder of Anasa Law Firm out here in California in the Bay Area. I help coaches and consultants establish a solid legal foundation for business through custom contracts. Um, and I just, I help them learn the what and the why behind the legal services that they're getting so they can leverage those services and grow and scale their businesses faster. Um, I am a teacher at heart, so it's really important for me for us to really know the what and the why behind legal services. Um, I'm a boss again. You know, I met fellow yeah. boss Casey um, through a chat, you know, <laughs> out here in the Bay Area called YBSF. We showed up to the same parties, kickbacks, functions, you know, and after I started an organization for Black women to really just gather and be ourselves and talk about wealth and wellness among Black women, um, you know, Casey was a huge supporter. And so we've kept in contact over the years um, through this panorama that we're still, you know, on the edge of, and it's been a Man. great relationship. Super, super dope. Um, and I was giving Liku her flowers before we came on live, but uh, this is a full circle moment for me, honestly, because while I do day in and day out today, you know, K-Part for Black women and provide space for Black female entrepreneurs and education, all of that, Liku planted a seed a couple of years ago before the, the panorama came um, that really showed me how much healing I needed to do in the area of, you know, my relationship, my perception, um, my openness to black female relationships, right? Like she created a space called Tribe. Um, and when I would show up at her event supporting her because she's dope, I would feel some type of way in the audience beside these women I was meeting, right? And like, not even exchanging like what we did at work, but just like, relation you know like feeling seen and understood and all of these things so 
Um, Lika, you, you planted a seed that changed my life forever. I can't even imagine how many, you know, how much exponential impact you've had. Um, so it's an honor to have you here today. Free black woman. Free black boss. Yes. <laughs> Dope, dope, dope. And my girl, Jasmine. Oh, my God. She is the sweetest spirit, y'all. Jasmine, please tell everyone who you are, uh, the business that you run as well, and how we met. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me, Casey. It's good to be here with you guys. My name is Jasmine Fountain, and I'm an educator by trade. So I've been teaching in the classroom for about six years, and I have taught everywhere from sixth grade to the 12th grade, English, social studies, basically in humanities. And right now, I'm running my own nonprofit called God's Butterfly Effect. And essentially what I do is I work with young women ages 9 through 21, and I teach them about God's love. I teach them about self-love, and I teach them about what it means to be in a community where they can love one another. And so uh, with that, you know, I also try to open up opportunities for them to go and do different service things. So for example, this summer, we plan to go to Uganda uh, with some of my older girls and work with orphans and um, new mothers over there. And how we met is also through YBSF. Like I saw your emails and stuff like that. And I signed up for your networking event that you had when you did the Air Meets event. They're like the first one you did, I think. And I signed up and I met you there. And I was just like blown away by your ability to create community. And so I kind of just like stayed in contact. And then I also participated in her Blaze Business Intensive, which was amazing and gave me a lot of insight on how to run a business and those things that you don't like typically learn uh, when you are starting a business on your own. Super dope. Y'all, like for real, like when I was starting an entrepreneurship, that's why I didn't know what the hell I was doing, okay? <laughs> because I just got mad at the, the madness of 2020 and walked out the job. I'm like, let's do some stuff. <laughs> I was just throwing together some events, and look, yes, like I, I announced it in YBSF. Jasmine was one of the first people um, that came to an event. I remember because only twelve people registered for the first event, so I know all the names in my head. <laughs> and um, literally since then, like she showed up for everything, right? And uh, from that, she gave me the honor of being in her space where she is, you know, uh, really saving the lives. I would say of teens that need her. Uh, and the vulnerability that she's created in that space. Like, I was just, it was almost like, do y'all, y'all want me in here looking at this? You know, like, they were so <laughs> safe and honest and, like, oh, it was just beautiful, like, very rare. Um, and Jazz playing, y'all. Like, she started the Blaze Business Intensive and was, like, doubting herself. And by the end, I ain't lying, Jazz. Like, I'm telling the truth, right? Like, at the end, we did this, like, business innovation showcase. <laughs> Jasmine had all the bass in her voice. She said all the things she was like hey. doing. Talked about Uganda and dropped the mic. And we were like, ah. uh, So once again, super honored to share space and honestly be on your entrepreneurial journey with you, Jasmine. Um, super, super dope. So, ladies, one thing I want to talk about today, um, and I think, I mean, I think you're the perfect, perfect woman to talk to about this. People in general to talk about this. Um, is the intersectionality of freedom, right? Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, Black women go through so much, all of us, right? Like, so much. And we're at the bottom of the barrel, the bottom of the ladder, where we're, like, you know, carrying everybody's burden, starting marches and protests for everybody else, even when we're not seen, right? 
And so much so that we very rarely have time to talk about the intersectionality of our experiences. Because what about if you're a black woman and you're poor? What about if you're a black woman and you're a mom? What if you're a black woman and you're a single mom, right? Like, so many things that, um, you know, we don't even have time to talk about because we're trying to get everybody out of the struggle. And I would love to kind of unpack that today, right, in your own words. And, like, there is no right answer, right? Like, just exploring, you know, this quest for freedom. Um, so my first question uh, is for you both um, as mothers. So I'm not a mom, right? And, and this will be very insightful for me, you know? Um, but I can imagine, I can only guess that like when you when you transition from being like single and doing what you wanna do, right? Uh, to birthing a child, I can't even imagine the things that change in that instance, right? And, and, and what your idea of liberation and freedom might feel like. And then on the other spectrum, I can't even imagine once you've been a mom for a decade and you've done all the things for them too in the world, right? Like what you might desire in terms of, you know, uh, freedom. So this question is for both of you. Um, Jasmine, I want to start with you as an experienced mom, right? Uh, what, in your, in your quest for like, being fulfilled every day, right? And living out your calling and your purpose, right? Um, and making sure that before you leave this earth, you, you've done what you wanted to do. Um, how does that intersect? How does that How does that play into you being a mom as well? Like, is it challenging? Is it easier because you're a mom? Is it, does it depend on the day? Yeah. I mean, I honestly think, you know, to be very personal and transparent, my son was... I think a gift from God that allowed me to pursue freedom in another level. Because before I had my son, I did not really understand what love was. Um, mm. I did not understand what it means to like be able to love someone unconditionally, to be willing to give your life up for someone, to be willing to suffer, truly suffer for someone, to be willing to prioritize somebody else's needs first, and then to look at your life and not just see the ways you want to grow for yourself, but to realize that the ways that you plan to grow is what's going to break those generational mindsets and curses and things of that nature you know, that you don't want your child to grow up in. And it's also, you know, I, my son is, he's a little black boy. And so it's also like these fights that sometimes you get weary and you're just like, I don't want to keep doing this. You know, like maybe I just want to go and create my own thing. Like I find myself getting pulled back into situations that I would avoid or fighting for things that I would have been like, I'm tired because I know I can't because my son needs me to be an advocate for him because my son needs me to keep fighting for him because my son needs me to see the beauty of myself. So that when I'm telling him how beautiful he is, he can believe that because my son needs me to see, to see, me fighting and using my voice and 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 this is even something I told him the other day because uh he had actually had something going on like we we've had I told you guys about this had some things going on with this school that we're at right now and I wanted him to address his teacher with me because I've been addressing his teacher and I wanted him to know he has the right to speak up for how he feels to his teacher and so I took him, you know, to talk to her. And I remember just saying to him, I was like, David, I am not raising you to quiet yourself. I'm not raising you to feel like to be respectful means for you to be quiet and accept what's given. I'm raising you to stand up and say what you believe in and what you need. And so again, this idea of freedom, it's like wanting this so much for him also pushes back onto me. Because as I can't tell him to do these things and operate in this way if I'm not also living it out as an example. Because kids don't just do what you say. They do what they see, right? Yeah. And so I have to constantly 
fight and advocate and, and stand in faith and persevere and be willing to keep pushing myself past my own limits and boundaries and get out of the bed on some days where I would just rather sleep the whole day because I'm tired or I'm sad or I'm exhausted, but I know that I have to get up, you know, to take care of him. Or sometimes I will literally meditate with him and be like, look, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a pause, you know? And so it's like all of these different nuances and things involved and what it means for me to fight for my liberation um, and engaging him in that work with me, walking alongside of my son. But he gives me a level of motivation that nobody out that hasn't come out of my womb can give me. I'll say it like that. Wow. That's so deep. That's so beautiful. Um, bruh. I, I just feel the weight of everything you said. Um, you're right. Like, it's so nuanced. Like, it's so many layers to the why. And and um, I think you painted it very beautifully. Even for me not having a child, right? Like, I never thought about, uh, you know, as you are giving instruction to your son, like, being reminded real time of like, I'm not even doing this, so let me step up, you know? Um, so nuanced, but so beautiful. Um, thank you so much for being transparent, Jazz. Um, and Liku, right? You are a new mom, a brand new mom, right? You were already a boss before you had a child, right? Before you got married, and you're still a boss on the other side of that, right? Uh, what is what does the intersection of freedom look like for you now? Like like how does it overlap with with your job, with your your role as a mom? Man, um, so for me, I, freedom is just you know being able to do what I want with my time, like really having the quality of life that I want. And when I decided to leave corporate. Um, you know, and when I was making that transition, I found out I was pregnant. And wow. I I immediately was like, okay, it's getting real, right? Like, yeah. I wasn't like, dang, now I need to keep the job, you know, solid income. I was like, I got to build this now. I have to build what wow. I want my quality of life to be so that I can have that freedom, you know, when my child comes, like when my children come, because I plan to have more. And so- motherhood has oh my god like it's changed me so much as a person being a black woman in corporate and you know being raised African like just all the pressures and the things that I have to carry like in my mental like that really started to bog me down. Like I wasn't the type to open up. Yep. I'm the type to grind it out, work hard, you know, yep. make sure I'm top of the class, make sure I do this perfectly. Yep. Like all those things were slowly but surely just like deteriorating me it, from my quality wow. of life. And physically too, like I could, I could feel it. And so yep. when I was pregnant, prior to getting pregnant, you know, I engaged in therapy uh, when I was pregnant, I engaged in therapy. And so I just started a business there. There's so much mindset work that comes with that. Like all of that just made me a better woman and then made me a better mom. So I, my baby boy is six months. He's the cutest thing in the world. Uh, he's six months now. And he's just, I, I've learned to have grace with myself. 
so I can have grace with him. I've learned like to be patient. Like I've learned when I need rest and old me would have just been like, no, I need to work or I have free time. I need to work. And I'm just learning to, to live as if I have the ultimate freedom that I want, the quality of life that I want. I'm, I'm living as if that is right now right? I'm already stepping into it. And he's helping me do that because I want to be present for him. Mm -hmm. And before that, like, I want to be present for myself. I want to be present for Mm -hmm. my husband. And so all of that requires Mm -hmm. me to start to bask in that freedom and the quality of life that I want for myself. So Mm -hmm. he uh, has definitely propelled me further. And Jasmine, you know, Mm -hmm. you're at a, a different stage Uh, with your son and where I'm at right now, as far as like protection and learning where I'm at is just like, I'm looking at him and I'm like, oh my God, he's so pure. And it, it, it breaks my heart because at a certain point, you know, when does he start to worry about what he looks like? You know, when does he start to get self-conscious and when does he start to, you know, doubt himself and like just all these things that the outside brings in. And then on top of that, just being a black boy, like, I I think about those things. I don't necessarily have to worry about them right now, but I'm enjoying this time where he's just innocent and ignorant to all of that. Um, But I do, I definitely think about it. Like I think long-term, like, you know, what school district do we want to be in? What type of neighborhoods do we want to be in? Where do we want to move? Like who we have access to? Like all of that matters. Like how are the politics over there? You know, All of that matters. What is best for his trajectory and education and when he wants to get a career. So me and my husband, we think about that now. We talk about it now. Um, But also, again, just going back to being present, like just really enjoying this time where he's screaming in the back right now. I can hear him. But just really enjoying this time (laughs) where he's innocent and cherishing that time. So, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Y'all gonna make me cry in here today. Um, <laughs> this is so insightful. This is so, so, so insightful. Um, because, you know, I look forward to soon, you know, uh, procreating with my fiance and bringing a, a, a child into this world. And, you know, similar to what you're saying, Liku, like, Today, I prioritize me 100%. Like, I ain't about to be uncomfortable. I'll walk away in a minute. I'll let you know something real quick at the negotiation table, right? Um, but I have no idea, right? I have no idea um, the worries, the fears, the whatevers, you know, that might come with, um, you know, bringing a child in this world. And it's so reassuring, I'll say, like, hearing that you still find ways to, to protect space for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to protect space for your mental and all of these things, right? Um, and then on the, the opposite spectrum of that, right? Like, Jasmine, you're on the side of, like, things have happened, right? And, like, the world is cruel to, to Black bodies, right? And, and really having to have those tough conversations with your child um, so that they take space if it's not given. Um, and I don't, it's, it's encouraging to hear you. I don't know all the answers today, but like, I'll, I'll even say like, you know, my fiance and I travel together. He's Tanzanian, I'm American. And I get so much privilege with my passport. Nobody second guesses me, like I can go through, you know, like I get so much privilege with my passport. And even though we're traveling together every single time, because he's a Tanzanian, 
They're always like, what, you, what, what business do you have in South Africa? Why are you going? Like, who, who's sick for you? Like, I'll, you know, and it's just like, it scares me, right? Because I know if we choose to have children on this soil, they're not American, you know? Like, they're not, and as much as I hate what goes on there, like, I know that having a child on that soil, you know, just to give some type of, it's not perfect, but at least some of the privilege that I have, you know, and, and like just thinking about these things, it makes me sad, you know, because I, I identify with the culture here more. I feel seen more. I love when they see me and they say, sister, you know, and we have, a, you know, I, I love it. But even that, unfortunately, comes at a cost. So it's just like, what do I choose, you know, um, for my baby, right? Um, so again, thank you both for your perspectives. And it's, it's just not easy, um, but I'm sure everyone listening can can resonate with some of the things that you said. Um, so going further, right? Uh, and I hate that the time goes so quickly. Like we only have ten minutes left. You guys what? are so dope. I know it flies. Like it flies. It's, it flies. Um, you know, going even further, right? And thinking about. Um, you know, like yourselves, like what, what got you here, right? And I want to paint a picture first, right? So I had a heated discussion earlier this week with a, a CEO I was consulting. We, we, we cool like that, right? And, um, you know, I was making, I was asserting that millennials walked so that Gen Z could run, right? Like, it took us a long time in spaces to say, actually, like, I'm not doing that. We, we like, will work 100 hours a week or take any kind of crap, like, it. You know, like tell our parents, but not tell the. You know, like we took a whole lot of stuff, and we. But we are figuring out how to speak up a little bit. But Gen Z rolls in and said, "Don't call me after six. Don't call me on the weekends. I'm not doing it." Right? Like, you know. Um, and so I view that as a positive thing, right? Whereas that uh, CEO, he's saying like that the country is doomed. Like they're lazy. They're not. You know, kind of equating productivity to like wealth or poverty, right? Like you know, like. Um, but he couldn't see what I was talking about, even though, you know, like I could see all the space that we've created and all the space that our children will create because what we're giving them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I say all of that to say, you know, um, as you think about, you know, the 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 values that you have today, right? And what and you've defined freedom as a mother, obviously, right? Um, but what do you hope? Because both of you are bosses, bro. Like, like Jasmine's brain taking kids to Uganda in a couple of months, right? And Liku, you are like literally a legal firm, right? <laughs> a, a legal arm for black female business owners. Like, we don't have that today, right? Like, because of the work that you're doing, like, how how are you hoping to push the, the culture forward, the world forward in terms of other people having space or being able to be even more bolder, even more bold than we were? Like, what? What space do you hope to create by the time you leave this earth that I think goes in the direction of where Gen Z is going? I don't know. I'd love to hear it. Um, but what impact do you hope to make as it relates to freedom for other people? Man. Oh, should I? Can I start? Hello? Go leave um, <laughs> yes. I, I really, really, like I was telling y'all before, um, or maybe at the beginning of this, I don't know. I, I've been having a great time talking to y'all. But <laughs> I want to use my legal expertise as like it's a it's a powerful thing to have, right? So I want people who look like me who regularly do not have access to that to have that. And so I want to be able to teach people again the what and the why behind legal services because 
you know, when you when you leverage those things that we deem uh, like not sexy, right? Financial advisor, yeah. like tax professional, lawyer, like all those things kind of associated with just like expenses or trouble. Like when you really understand yeah. and know how to leverage those things, then you'll be in a much better off position to strategize and make informed business decisions. So I want all of us to get to a point where like, we don't we don't need to subscribe to the system in order to be happy or create wealth right and this is one really important way that we can do that right and when it comes to legal there's there's so many different avenues with the criminal justice system and so i know people are in their lanes working so i see this as my lane as educating and equipping people with this knowledge right or at least access to this expertise so that they can, you know, flourish when it comes to business ownership, yeah. because a lot of us are taking that leap and starting our own businesses, like whether we're still yeah. working a nine to five and doing it on the side or doing it full time, like a lot of us are yeah. there and society knows like black people, we are trendsetters, right? We, yeah. we set the pace for pop culture, for culture. Like there's so many things that are inspired by us. And I just want us to be able to not only protect it, but understand what we have and how powerful, how powerful it is. And I think legal is a huge part of that. So again, I really want to educate so that we can leverage that and take it to the highest heights that we can. Yeah. I love that Liku. I, 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 I genuinely love it. Cause that's one thing I was saying, like you've been indoctrinated to believe that, you know, the Forbes list is it. When they exclude you all the time, even though we set in trends, right? Like you've been indoctrinated to believe that Goldman Sachs is it, as if, <laughs> as if like other boutique firms can't put a value on this and say, this is good and that's enough, right? right? Like, um, so I love that you are giving people the power, right, to be strategic in whatever lane they choose, tatted up or not, right? Like like cannabis industry or something else, right? Yes, like I think it's yes. so powerful and I agree 100%, sis. Um, and, and Jasmine, same question for you. And, and you, like, you touching, you touching lives at an earlier age than we are, right? Yeah. Like you play, and, and, like I was afraid to study abroad in college, okay? And I was grown then, like technically, same. right? Um, you are woo, like really creating space um, in your lane. But yeah, like what, what do you hope will happen, will come of all the things that you are doing with, with the teenagers that you serve? Yeah, thank you, Casey. Um, I really want to decolonize church and education for the youth that I serve. Mm. I mm. think that, you know, on one level, again, Christianity and the church has been put in such a box. As you said earlier, it has been weaponized against black people. But when I talk to my youth about the love of God and how unconditional it is and how they're fearfully and wonderfully made, how they're masterpieces, the level of forgiveness that they get to walk in and the, the redemption that that means, I literally get to see them light up and hear something in a new way to say, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear it with me. You don't have to wear it with each other. You don't have to wear it with God. You can enter into a true relationship, an intimate relationship. And the reason why I kind of just want to go back to something you said earlier, even with my son, because of the relationship I have with God, I walked away from a $74,000 contract as a teacher. Now that's a big deal when you're a teacher. I walked away from that a, a week before my next school year started. Didn't know how I was going to pay my bills or anything. I was a single, I am a single mom. God provided. Yeah. 
For months, he took care of my rent. For months, he provided me with opportunities, job, like doors of opportunity, opening and things of that nature. This is the freedom I have in my relationship with God that I sometimes don't feel like it's talked to youth about, that you can yeah. walk in this freedom and the way you can walk in the freedom and walk away from a job and not, you know, have your next steps, but know you're going to be taken care of. It's because you have a God who loves you so much, who will Ooh, literally on, weave preacher. together every mistake, oh, every difficulty, every trial, every challenge, every time you fail, every time someone said no, he will weave all of that together for your story, for your testimony, not just for you, for others as well. And then it's also decolonizing education. And all. the reason I brought you, Casey, and the reason I bring other women to meet my girls is because within us is everything. Everything. Without even going to college, without even going everything. to college, if we came together, within us is everything. They want to learn about the law, they got you. They want to learn Yo. about building a business, they got you. They want to learn about what it means to walk with God in vulnerability, they got me. Yo. They want to, you know what I'm saying? Within us is everything. Yeah. And so even before they hit college, they can be exposed to so much and understand that I have right now, some of my girls, I have them planning a mission trip in Atlanta where they're going to be helping mm. homeless young women. And so now these girls, not being taught this in college, are being able to build right. these skills now, not right. later, but now. What do you right. care about right now? And so, again, this is what I see in our youth. There is limitless potential. And we have been sold a lie for so long about what it means to be a mother, what it means to have kids. We have been sold a lie as a black community. We have been Tell absolutely sold a lie. And so... What I hope is that I can help shed light to the beauty of motherhood, whether you're a single mother or not, and the beauty of what it means to come together as a community to raise and educate our children, because yes. we can be that village for them. And so I hope to be a part of building that village and let people know our kids are unstoppable and they are coming from a people. When I think about black people, we know how to have faith in God, even when the whole world is against us. Literally. We know how to believe even when everything has been stripped away from us. Hmm. We know how to have faith even when it seems like every single door is closed in front of us. And so because of everything that we have in us, it is my deepest desire to let young people know that that is what is within them. That is their history. That is their legacy. That is what they get to build off from. And because they have us and because they have God, there is nothing that is too hard for them to do in this world. Ooh. Hey, girl! Pass the collection plate. Pass it. Pass it. And it's radical, bro. Like, wow. like it is. Radical. I know that's my favorite part. <laughs> I know. Like she said, like yeah, you can believe in God and work with your job. Like and say, no, you got me messed up. Actually, let me let me let you know what it is. Like you know, because like that is not how it is given to us most times. It is like you hold your head down, you say yes, sir, yes, ma'am, you yep. agreeable, and you turn the other cheek. Like you know, like what you are saying is so radical and empowering right like like this this god is inside of me <laughs> you know like i carry what is well i know i'm gonna be over here connected to you 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 crazy uh love it love let it let me love just it. say this one thing this because you yeah. said that 
This blew my mind the other day. There are so many scriptures where God says, I am with you wherever you go. He says that. And then in Luke 137, it says, with me, all things are possible. So what is he saying? I am with you wherever you go. And with me, all things are possible. So what does that mean? If we knew what we possessed, if we knew the love of God within us, the Holy Spirit within us, the power and the authority within us, if we knew it, we would never let this world tell us Ooh. no again because oh, we would know God. our yes comes from God. Radical. Oh my God. Drop the I mic. Said, Please drop the again, mic. Again, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, super dope. I, I, I adore both of you. I have tremendous respect. Tremendous respect for both of you. Um, thank you so much for the gems that you've dropped. And I, I know that you touch lives in a way that um, some of them what's happened, you know, when I'm coming either of your spaces that I, I, they will never be the same. Just like I was never the same. Um, so I'd love for people to understand how they can stay connected to you all to start following you to get in your communities. Um, Lika, we'll start with you and then Jazz, if you could wrap it up. Uh, where can they follow you? Uh, how, what, what, what do you offer? Like what ways can they engage? Um, please let them know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram, so you can follow me at Lawyer Liku. That is Lawyer, L-I-K-U. Watch me go live, catch the gems that I drop about doing business, um, about using contracts and really leveraging the legal parts of your business to grow and scale. Send me a DM if you have questions. As a disclaimer, I never give legal advice, only legal information for educational purposes. Um, if you do want legal advice, then you would have to enter an engagement agreement with me. Um, but yes, please follow me on Instagram or check out my website, www.anasalawfirm.com, A-N-A-S-A lawfirm.com, or invite me to speak on your live, on your panel. I'm here for community conversation, uh, collaboration with black women specifically and anything to uplift us. I say. Is Anasa Swahili legal? It's another language. You know, I tell you offline. It's another. Ah! <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, we're here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, and Jasmine, what about you, mama? How can they connect with you? So for me, you can go to my website, godsbutterflyeffect.com. Or you can follow me at God's Butterfly Effect. And essentially, I have a mentorship program. So if you know any young women between the ages of 9 and 21 who would like to be paired with a mentor, who would like to come to classes where they learn about God's word from another, a whole nother lens, just of his love and of his empowerment for them, uh, you can feel free to connect them to me. And also, if you are interested in being a mentor um, and, you know, reaching out to another young woman, again, you can connect with me as well for that. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. Thank you both, ladies. Uh, this flew by way too fast because Man. it was just so potent, right? Um, I don't take for granted uh, the power of each of you, so thank you for being on the show. Um, we love you. I mean this for everybody watching. Uh, we love you and keep doing what you're doing. It does matter. And I, I can't wait to watch y'all continue to climb. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you.